0: hello welcome to healthy perspectives a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens hello hello all right welcome back thank you so much for joining us as always we appreciate your time uh today we're talking demons Okay. You're like, wait a second. I came to this because it's a mental health Professional, somebody who's going to talk clinical stuff, and you're going to talk about demons. Like I said, always and forever on this podcast, we are going to get after even the hardest topics. So, in the clinical world, there is uh, it, this is not going to be super technical. I'm actually going to, th- this should be actually even remotely entertaining. Uh, so, hang on with me. Don't go anywhere. You want to hear this one out. <clears throat> okay. So, In the clinical world, what we are taught is biological, psychological, sociological, cultural, and spiritual. Only many programs across the country have decided they're going to ignore the spiritual. But that's a bad idea. Why? Because historically, over the years, and I'm talking about thousands of years at this point, uh, if not more than thousands, like we we don't know how old everything is. You know, they, they people they're carbon dating and they tell you how old something is. And then they find out a year later they were full of crap. So I don't get into the debate about how old it's old. Okay, we we have recorded history. We know verifiably that in recorded history, certain time periods, we can put things together. So we know that we're at least thousands of years old. That being said, uh, there's something that's been amazingly consistent in human history. And that is this uh, this need or desire or mm, potentially we're going to even suggest reality that there is a spiritual world. And so, of course, when we look at the clinical world, why wouldn't they address it, right? Unfortunately, in the clinical world, (laughs) most of your therapists that have been out there have been told stay away from religion and stay away from politics. I mean, let's be real. Uh, That's stupid. That's just a bad idea. How can you stay away from things that impact every single day life? That seems absurd to me as a professional. I can't just say, well, bring me all of your issues. Yes, talk to me about your sexual issue issues. Talk to me about your money issues. Oh, but wait a minute. You crossed into the political arena. I'm sorry. You just got to wait. Go see somebody else for that. Or, oh my gosh, you're talking about religion or spirituality. Uh, time out. I can't do that. That's dumb. That's just absolutely dumb. So today we're going to talk about the spiritual world. I have recently seen this absolutely amazing. Look, I I don't claim to be the, the guy who knows it all when it comes to the spiritual world. I don't. But I know that this raises some really great questions. And when we don't know something, it's important to ask questions. So I got three parts for you here. All right. The first one is... It's like more like your intro. There was a movie. It's called nefarious. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it. This is not a spoiler for you. You can go watch it and you'll be like, whoa, but these scenes do a couple of things. One, I want to talk about the possibility of a demon world. I want to talk about how, if there was a spiritual world, our world might look Okay. I'm going to do all of this but let's let's get to the first one because oh my goodness I prepare your mind to be blown folks because this this is going to bring some stuff up. So here's what I'm going to do. I got three clips. I'll play the first clip and then I'll talk for a moment, probably not very long, play the second clip and then the third clip. These are absolutely fantastic and they raise topics that if you are not addressing in your life, well, Maybe you ought to think about doing it, okay? Check this out.
1: Do you believe in demonic possession? The idea of a malevolent entity controlling person's thoughts and actions, do you believe that? No. Whether well, you will not believe anything, I'm about to tell you. It's not important what I believe. What's important right now is what you believe. Demons don't have beliefs, James. We have knowledge. We know. Okay, um... When did you possess Edward? doesn't work that way. can't just possess someone. We need a series of yeses. So you're saying it's a process? Of it's a process. How does it work? It's complicated. Try me. I'm smarter than you think. I'm are smarter than I think. Okay, James. We offer up a series of temptations, gradually increasing in terms of duration and intensity, degree of moral inequity. Absence of baptism in this case allows us to begin work long before the age of reason. At three, these five, maybe a theft of a toy car can do a great deal. Then we move on to bigger and better things. At eight, grandmother's gift of a Ouija board gave us immediate access to his decision-making, so we began steering them without him With alter, calling into question exactly who was doing the steering. Enough yeses and few, enough knows Gave us increasing rights over the victim's physical and mental processes. Did that, did that track, James?
0: All right, folks. <laughs> Whoa, ba-boom, okay, explode. What we are talking about is, this movie does a fan-flippantastic job of bringing to the forefront what underlies the human experience, regardless of whether you believe in demons or not. I'm not telling you to go believe in demons. I'm not saying don't believe in demons. I am simply saying this brings up Some very important topics. So let's start with number one. Demons are not beliefs. Okay. That idea in itself says what to you? It says, think about this. It says that we can't will it away. I can't just magically say, oh, well, I don't want there to be demons. So there are no demons. If they exist, they exist. They're not beliefs. So in this movie, of course, they, they pose it from the notion that demons do exist. However, what you didn't get to see... Oh, you get the other vantage point too. It comes in there and I'll show you. I'll show you a little glimpse of that as well. Uh, but let's, let's be real. In the event that the spiritual world is real, it's real whether you like it or not. <laughs> I mean, if it's real, it's real. You could say, I don't believe it. Well, I don't care because real is real. Now I know in this particular time period in our in our history, we are. What are we doing? We're called self determining our reality, <laughs> which is kind of a load of crap, which I'm going to address here in a minute. But let's okay, let's let's assume that it's you know if for a moment it's real. He highlighted the importance of it's a process. Every creation is filled with certain processes, no matter how you look at it. I'll give you some examples. Uh, Gravity. Gravity exists. You could say, I don't believe in gravity anymore, but you don't begin to float and levitate and go to outer space. Look, there are certain things that you can control with mindset, and then there are certain things you cannot. And gravity, you can't control it just because you say, oh, it doesn't exist gravity's going to say i don't give a crap and you fall right then he talked about temptations and he talked about yeses yeses can also be the absence of a no right when you have that neutral it could be a yes so he- here's a question for you do you want to get this one wrong <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get this one wrong. Okay, interesting things to think about, but hang with me. We're going to go on to the next one. And uh, I I was not thinking ahead on this because it seems random. I should have prepared this better. There we go. All right, here we go.
1: I use small words. Try and keep up. In The first moment of creation, our creation, long before what you call the universe existed, we contemplated ourselves, our own being. Our, our, ourselves meaning, what, the angels? That would be the most correct term, though. I despise it. But yes, beings of pure spirit, spirit endowed with will. We soon became aware of another will. An immensely powerful will, one we came to realize as our origin. God? The enemy. My master understood by endowing us with a will, we have the right to self-determination. And by giving us a will and its desires of our own, we're entitled to be free. Whereas the enemy insisted that by creating us, he was entitled to eternal gratitude, worship, and forced servitude. In a word, James, slavery. To his will. That seems kind of unfair. Immensely unfair. Why give a will only to say you can't use it? He made.
0: Okay, folks, what are we hearing? We're hearing something about will. The ability to be self-determining, which is something that we wrestle with every single day. And here we are, somebody in this, obviously it's a movie, representing a demon is talking about the very thing with which we wrestle with. I'm going to propose here that you got a description of, of, of a, a potential demon world and a demon creation, something that existed before you and me. Now, I'm a counselor what what do i care about the demon world here's what here's what i care about there was something before you and me there was a time period before you and me we have a human history if i don't learn from past generations then what happens i am bound to repeat the mistakes that they've made Over and over and over. Now, in this particular podcast that I I put together, series and series of podcasts here. And each of them has shown you examples of ways in which we repeat mistakes over and over and over. If you're not learning from this, this is a problem for you folks. Whether there's a demon world or not, Do you want to be the person, the man, the woman, the whatever, because, you know, we're self-determining now. We get to decide what is reality. Do you want to be the one who repeats the mistakes of the past because you are too dumb to pay attention? Please don't do that. Open your eyes. Be smarter. Say, what can I learn from the past? Not let's ignore the past and let's create our reality today. You can do that, folks. It's an option. As as the movie suggested, I mean, you have the will and it's free. You could do that. There might be a better way. Let's watch one more. slaves all right sorry about the delay again because sarah was not prepared i should have had him in different windows but i didn't so here we go your side's not doing too well
1: do you really believe that james yeah we've never been freer literacy is at an all-time high we're working to eliminate racism intolerance gender inequality people can people can love who they want be who they want do what they want diversity is no longer a dream hate speech is no longer tolerated and politically we're reclaiming the moral high ground James, I think I love you literally James James the average high school graduate reads at a sixth grade level you have basketball players making 30 million a year decrying racism all while wearing sneakers made from slave labor. Now, here's something for you. Right now, your world currently has 40 million slaves. More than the Romans had at the height of their empire. You wanna know the best part, though? Half of those... Half... are sex slaves, okay? James. As for hate speech. Well... You wanna hear some irony? We didn't even come up with that one. You did it all by yourself. Sometimes you amaze even us. I fail to see the humor. Bottom line is you're done.
0: Okay, folks, what are you hearing here? What What are you hearing? Let me tell you something that I'm hearing, because this is the one that's the most clinically centric, uh, little little scene, uh, specific to the way in which we work. All right, now. Demons, no demons, I'm going to let you decide. Okay? I have my thoughts, my opinions. Uh, and truth is, this, this scene, this scene was fan-flippantastic. Because first, James, the James is the doctor. He's the one, he's doing this interview with him. He says, freedom, politics, higher ground. We are reclaiming. He's making one egregious mistake. And the demon laughs because he saw it too. Do you know what he saw? He saw this air of superiority. This, I can do it myself. I don't need God. I don't need demons. None of that stuff matters. I'm going to ignore actual reality. That's the mentality. Now, why am I showing you all this? Well, look, we, you know, in the clinical world, we have to be willing to address hard topics. Right? I don't tell you what to think. My agenda here is to create healthy perspectives. Healthy perspectives. Should a demon world exist, you might want to get prepared if it doesn't, will it harm you to be prepared it, like it, it, that's where you know, as from a clinical perspective, if I prepare you for a uh, a situation where you anticipate anxiety and you get to the situation and there is no anxiety, was that a waste of time? I'm going to propose, no, not at all. Why? Because a couple of things might have happened. Number one, the preparation might have prevented the anxiety. And number two, if you don't end up with the anxiety that you anticipate, then it's possible, it's possible that we just got to hang out together and that was good enough. So from my vantage point, that's not a loss. That's still a victory. We get to hang out. We get to process and you get to not have anxiety. I love it. But do you want to be in a situation where you want, you, 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 you are about to encounter anxiety, but you decide not to process it. Don't think about it. Don't do anything with it. Just ignore it. And then you end up in the situation and all of a sudden there's the anxiety and then you become dysfunctional. And then you run out and you break down. You go into a panic. You start hyperventilating and you throw up. Sounds like I take the first one. Why take that risk? Doesn't, Doesn't make sense. Same is true here, folks. If there's a God, which I hope you have your answer. I know my answer. 100% 100% I know my answer. If there's demons, it all functions with some sort of intentionality. It has to. Why? Because all of it does. Is there a way for it to break the rules? Yes, but there's processes that force that to happen. Remember, processes come through the temptations. So regardless of whether you think there's a you know, this is a real thing, If you know the processes, you can avoid the temptations. That's really kind of cool. So you don't really have to believe. You just have to know the processes and avoid the temptations. Except part of the temptation is the lack of belief. So you're going to have to address that one on your own too. All right. This was an interesting one. I, I hope, I hope you, uh, uh learned something and you're thinking about something that's different because of this. And, uh, I would love feedback because this is, this is you know, one of those unique ones. This one, I have not done anything quite like this one. So thank you for joining us and have a great day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms. But you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com. Or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy... Perspectives.com. You'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.